Welcome to the Rethinking Church podcast, episode three. We're glad that you've decided to join us. My name is Tim Fox, and I'm the pastor at Hydrant Church in Goldsboro, North Carolina. I also am the founder of Rethink Small, an organization that helps churches of all sizes discover their vision and their purpose to discover what it is that God is calling and equipped and given them the ability to accomplish in their communities. I didn't always feel this way about the church. And I've been sharing over the course of these early podcasts some of the struggle that I went through and finding purpose again, finding this sense of identity and calling in the midst of a small church. Now, I believe that God has called and equipped men and women to lead in large churches and medium-sized churches and small churches and house churches and micro churches, all kinds of expressions of God's people coming together around his word and community and the mission of the gospel. And I believe that, that we as leaders in all kinds of different churches need to hear God call us to lead well to embrace the vision and the opportunities that he has given us. We talk a lot around the church and about vision. Vision has become a buzzword in, in all kinds of organizational life and in all kinds of leadership. And in any book about leadership is going to talk about vision at some point. Vision is necessary to leadership. We don't know where we're going without vision, without some sense of a picture of what it is we're supposed to be doing, of where it is we're supposed to be going, and even why it is that we can't stay where we're at. For me, my natural strengths include visionary. My my Myers-Briggs is an INTJ, which means I'm thinking about the future and imagining possibilities of what things could be. I'm, I love to, to imagine the possibilities. I love to, to rethink the way things work. But there have been times and seasons in my life when those visionary strengths got out of control. They got out of balance and they were driving everything so hard and so forcefully that it was actually making me miserable in the present. And God began to speak to me and he he took me to Psalms 118, 24. Maybe you're familiar. It's often quoted. It's a part of songs. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. See, I was so focused on what could be, what I felt like I had to make come into reality, the work that was ahead, the vision of what was possible for myself, for our church, for our family, that it put me in a place where I wasn't enjoying the present. I wasn't present in the present. I wasn't there in this moment, experiencing this day that the Lord had made. I wasn't able then to step into the joy and the gladness that he had for me. I couldn't see all that was good about right now. Maybe maybe you're struggling with that too. This season that has been marked by this COVID pandemic is robbing a lot of us of our joy. 
It is making it difficult to see the good that is happening in this moment. It's also creating this great desire within a lot of us to move ahead to whatever's next. Just get going. And we're unable to stop, to see the gift of this day and enjoy it. For that first year after we relaunched Goldsboro Wesleyan Church's Hydrant Church, we went through that whole shutdown and restart process. We had a really rough year. Nothing seemed to work. Nothing seemed to be moving us in the direction that I felt like God wanted us to go. I had big dreams and I had big ideas for this church. The problem is that those weren't what God had for us. And until I began to sacrifice those big ideas of the future, I couldn't experience the big things that God wanted to do in us right then and right there. There are wonderful things about every stage of life and about every stage of church life, but there are also challenges. It would be false and unhelpful for us to ignore the challenges of barely surviving as a church or just moving out of a survival stage and trying to break through into what's next. It can be, it would be unwise for us to ignore the early challenges of planting or restarting or revitalizing, but it would also be unwise for us to ignore the beautiful and the good things about each of those stages. There are things that can happen with 10 or 12 people who are committed to the faith and to the work of the church and the kingdom that can't happen with 30, 100, or 1,200 people. There are things that, that you can do right now as a church that you won't be able to do later when, when public worship gatherings are restarted. There are things that you can do to make disciples right now that you won't be able to do later. And you need to see those things. Look for the things that are specific to this moment, to this stage, to this part of the journey, and learn to enjoy those things. Rejoice in those things. Be glad in those things. Trust me, when you move from this stage to whatever God has for you next, you will mourn and grieve those losses. There are things that you will miss about this stage now. It is hard. It is challenging. We don't know what's next, but let's not rush into what's next and miss what God has for us in this day, in this moment, right now. We can stay grounded here. Look for the things that are beautiful and wonderful about what God has given you to do today, in this season, right now. Embrace those things. Enjoy those things. Pour yourself into those things. Not just the good things that he's given you to enjoy, but the advantages. There are ways of doing ministry that are significant and powerful that you can do right now in this stage of ministry that you couldn't do before and you won't be able to do later. And so do them now. Leverage those opportunities. Leverage those advantages. Leverage those skills. Listen, one of the things that I always loved about a very small church was the ability to gather together in one room for worship 
or a meal and to just kind of be able to plan that out and do it together. When your church grows and it outgrows your facility, you're not going to be able to do that anymore. You're going to go to multiple services and you're going to be moving people on and off the property. There's not going to be a space that can hold the number of people you have to share a meal together. So share those meals. Use those meals as an opportunity to connect and grow and build leaders and make disciples. You won't be able to do that later. Find that, whatever that is in every stage. Find the thing that you can love and enjoy and pour yourself into right now while you still look to the future. You still believe that God is calling you to something. You're still dreaming. You're still envisioning. You're still communicating vision but you're enjoying this moment for all that it is. Because this is the day that the Lord has made. And we're meant to be glad and rejoice in it. If you found these podcasts to be helpful and encouraging, I'd love for you to subscribe at Apple Podcasts. I'd love for you to share, leave us a comment, help us get the word out. And we help churches to rethink church. We help leaders to rethink church to find the encouragement and inspiration to continue to do the work that God has called us to do together. We believe in you. We can't wait to see what God's going to do with you.